What's going on, Reds fans, and what's going on, everybody else as well? If you're just finding the Locked On Reds podcast, I'm your host, Jeff Carr, super fan. I'm addicted to the Cincinnati Reds, and I'm turning my addiction into information for you. Today, we're going to talk about Nick Castellanos, talk about the season that was, spoiler alert, it's the best season of his career, and we're going to talk about if what everybody suspects is going to happen, and he leaves, and how the Reds are going to deal with that. That is all on today's podcast. Thank you so much for watching right here on YouTube, and for making me your first listen, hashtag first first listen, let's get that out, right? And you can remember that we are free and available on all platforms. That's the Locked On Reds podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Let's get this late Monday night slash, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, that's cool too, show on the road. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was quite a season for Nick Castellanos. He was arguably the team's MVP. There's a couple of guys that you can put into that category, but today I just want to focus on him. Not really so much, uh, you know, team awards and things like that. That's coming up later. It's probably going to be next week, I think, is when I'm going to do that. But right now, I just want to talk about Castellanos because... Castellanos had an amazing season. Talking about the best season of his career. Stop me if you've heard this before because the Reds kind of went as Nick Castellanos went. Dude hit all the time. I mean, he had a 21-game hit streak. If you remember that, that feels like forever ago. That feels like years ago. But do you remember there in the middle of May into early June when it felt like he couldn't get out? He might even contend for that uh, record, dare we say. I mean, he's not hes not near DiMaggio, but I'm talking about the Reds team record with Pete Rose. That could be a thing. He got to 21, though. That was an amazing streak to watch. Lots of those games, I, I forgot to count how many, but lots of those games, most of those games were multi-hit games. We're not talking about, ooh, he just dinked a single into left field and that was it. We're talking about doubles. We're talking about homers. We're talking about lots and lots of hits for Nick Castellanos. And to put this into perspective, if you look at the fact that he had a 21-game hit streak, there were a lot of like 8, 9, 10-game hit streaks. He had 7-game hit streaks all over the place. During his season, the longest slump that he endured was two games. Now, it happened five different times during the year, but before he got hurt, it only happened twice. And it was two days leading up to his injury and two days in April. We're talking about long stretches of baseball where he would maybe have one game without a hit, and then he'd start another little hitting streak, two, three, four games at a time. Phenomenal performance by Nick Castellanos all season long, and I thought for a while there he was going to contend for that batting title. Kind of fell off there in the month of September, and and overall I think the reason that we're not going to see too many MVP votes, I think he garners a couple, but we're not going to see a lot of MVP votes sent his way because of that injury, but overall just an amazing year for him. That was his number one season for his career in batting average. He's never had a higher on base. He's never slugged better. He's never, which obviously means his OPS has never been higher. His OPS plus of 136 
never been better. He's never had more than 34 home runs. That was a career high. And when you look at his entire career, he once had 102 RBIs. So 100 RBIs is second best. Uh, Yeah, I know. And then his strikeout totals were actually the second lowest he's ever had. And that's for a full season. Just phenomenal baseball by Nick Castellanos, a guy who let's be honest, if, if for some reason, just for a moment, let's, you know, bear with me. If for some reason he either doesn't opt out or the reds, dare I say, keep him. Yeah, I know. Probably not. But if the reds keep him, this dude could be the face of the franchise moving forward. I know he's only got two more years left on his deal, but still like for these next two years, if he's a red, how many number two jerseys are going to be in the stands? How many Nick Castellanos t-shirt jerseys and regular jerseys and how many different Blastianos t-shirts and, and his son, how many Liam t-shirts are going to be in the crowd? There's going to be so much crowd share of Nick Castellanos in Great American Ballpark. It's going to be phenomenal. So just for a moment, that, that that's a fun thing to think about. I mean, a great 2021 season for him. In fact, I even look at the fact he had a four-game streak but four game home run streak there in September there when you probably weren't paying attention because we were all mad at the reds for losing out on the playoffs. But from September, from September 24th through 27th, he hit a home run in each one of those games. And coincidentally, that was the uh, final winning streak of the season for the reds, because as Castellanos goes, so went the reds in 2021. And a little piece of trivia, too, to kind of wrap up the Nick Castellanos uh, season recap for 2021. Piece of trivia for you. Next time you're with your friends at the bar, you can regale them with this trivia, and you can maybe get yourself a free drink. Here it is. The only Cincinnati Red. There's only one. Nobody else did this. Only one Cincinnati Red in the year 2021 hit a walk-off home run. That guy. Nick Castellanos, he was the only guy. There was only one walk-off home run all year long, and it was in September against Washington. I think it was September 26th. He hit it off Patrick Murphy, the only walk-off home run that happened all season long, at least when I checked baseball reference. I didn't, like, scour each box score there, so there might be something I missed. But so far as baseball reference told me, only walk-off home run, this guy. Nick Castellanos, phenomenal year for him. Phenomenal year. You bring him back. Not only do you solidify, not solidify, but you really keep this lineup strong, but you also kind of excite everybody else, right? This is where the consternation of Reds country began when we all realized this awesome season means he's using that opt out and he's going to make more money and the Reds are going to have to pony up in order to keep him. So on top of the fact that they missed the playoffs, we also have this feeling of, dude, one of our stars is going away. So if they bring him back, if Nick Castellanos continues to wear the beautiful red number two for 2022, we will all be super happy. And the off season will start off beautifully. I just I, Nick, I hope you're, th- I hope you're listening. Nick crawl. I hope you're listening. Keep this guy, whatever you can do. All right. Coming up here in just a minute. We're going to pretend they don't keep them uh, because right now, honestly, if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves, that almost looks like uh, a certainty. We're going to talk about what that looks like here in just a moment. Before we talk about that though, I want to tell you 
about DirecTV Stream. It's the best way to bring all of your entertainment under one television screen right now. Look, it's 2021. I get it. We all have a ton of different profiles online, whether, you know, you, you got a Twitter profile, you got a Twitch profile, you got uh, a profile on Amazon. Maybe you got a profile over here at marvel.com to read some comics or something. I, I don't know, whatever you got. And you've got passwords for all of these. And think about how many streaming services you now have too. How many different monthly uh, subscriptions that you have for streaming content? Stop all of that. Bring it all under one television with Direct TV Stream. It's the best way to bring your favorite movies, television, live sports, reality TV, news, all of that good stuff under one television screen and one account. You don't have to remember 19 different passwords. It's 2021. Stop it with the multiple devices, the multiple accounts, the multiple services, the multiple apps. Bring it all under one TV with DirecTV Stream. You can go to directtv.com right now and learn more about DirecTV Stream. They've got lots of great different entertainment packages for you to choose from at directtv.com. That's DirecTV Stream, compatible device required, and contents vary by the package that you choose. All right, so we're talking about Nick Castellanos, and uh, now... I, I really don't want to harp on this. I think most Reds fans know. We, we, we know it's coming. We know that he's going to use that opt-out. We know that the Reds are going to make some kind of offer that isn't anywhere close. And Nick Cassianos is going to be playing somewhere else for like 20 to $25 million a year next starting next season. So let's take a look into the future. Let's look into our crystal ball and say who's playing in right field and who is filling that spot in the lineup for this Reds team. I put a poll out on Twitter and actually I'm curious. I got to look at this, see how it's doing because I'm curious as to what everyone thought. And then I'll give you my thoughts as well when I look at this, but the poll was when you look at this team, all right, Nick Castellanos is gone. Who can be counted on more to step up in his absence. Right now, Tyler Naquin is leading the poll with 46% of the vote. Coming in second is Nick Senzel with 29% of the vote. Coming in third, Mr. Outside Hire, and I asked you to explain who you think that's going to be. That's 21%, although not a lot of people have explained who they think is going to be Mr. Outside Hire, although we don't know who's available yet, so that's kind of understandable. And then coming in at fourth with only 4% of the vote, Shogo Akiyama. And I understand that. Now, quickly, let's break this down. Tyler Naquin had a pretty pretty solid season in 2021, but we know what he is. He's streaky in the month of April. And in the month of August, great, amazing, fantastic hitter. The rest of the season, he wasn't so good. The rest of the season, he swung and missed a lot. He chased a lot. He didn't walk very much. He didn't hit very much. And when he did hit, it was only okay. So he is a streaky option to replace Nick Castellanos, but he has shown talent I just don't know where the ceiling is. Nick Senzel, the reason that he is second place is we still believe in the ceiling. We still believe in the potential, what he could be. Here's the problem with that, though. Number one, obviously health. Dude can't stay healthy no matter what he tries to do. Number two, is he even going to be here? 
That's my wonder when it comes to Nick Senzel. We're going to do a podcast later on, probably here in a week or so, where we pretend that he is going to be here and see what we can expect. But I, I wonder, I think it's like a 50-50 chance right now that Nick Senzel is even wearing a Cincinnati Reds uniform in 2022. So hopefully we can count on him. But right now, I don't know if we can even count on him to be on the roster. The third guy in uh, the, the third guy I put on this poll Shogo Akiyama, the reason he got 4% is because we saw what happens. And as much as I love Shogo, as much as I saw the on-base ability, as much as I saw what could be in September of 2020 and the way that he got on base like 47% of the time, 46% of the time, I just haven't seen any more of that. Uh, his, his plate discipline is nice. It's, it's cool. The thing is when every single pitcher has figured out that if you throw a fastball, it doesn't even need to move. If you throw a fastball 94 miles an hour or up, he's not going to catch up to it. It's kind of hard to do in this day and age. It's kind of hard to, uh, figure out a way around. So plate discipline, uh, be darned. If there's going to be a 95 mile an hour fastball right down the middle that Shogo Akiyama just can't make contact with. So uh, you definitely can't trust that dude to fill in. And then you look at Mr. Outside Hire. Two things with that. Don't know what the market's going to look like and financial commitment from this team that refuses to make any sort of financial commitment to winning. So I, I love the idea of maybe being able to replace him with Mr. Outside Hire, but I, I appreciate this point of view, and I agree with Scott, our buddy at MTG Packfoils on Twitter. He said this, he said, if if uh, the front office decides to go with an outside hire, then why, I mean, maybe they get him on the cheap, but why didn't they choose to just pay Castellanos a little bit more? Because they've already budgeted this money. Unless the opt-out was, okay, we're giving you this opt-out because we're not budgeting the last two years. That's a different can of worms, though. Here's the thing with this. You keep Nick Castellanos, you don't have to worry about all this. But when I look at this and I say, if these are the four options that the Reds have, they've really got to go hard. And they've really got to go all in on Nick Senzel. Next year is the last year that they should have to do this. This is the last year to figure out if he is going to be anything for this club. The only season that I am looking at this and I'm saying this is do or die. I'm not ready to cut bait yet. I understand if they do, and I'm kind of predicting that they do, but because of the talent, because of the potential and what he could do if he is healthy, which is impossible to predict, then I think that you go all in with Nick Senzel. You look, you say, look, Nick, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stick you in right field, or maybe they stick him in center field, but they just kind of try to replace the lineup spot with Nick Castellanos. And now I know that that is a tall order. You're not going to get 2021 Nick Castellanos from 2022 Nick Senzel, but maybe you couple Nick Senzel's production in 2022 with uh, maybe a resurgent Gino. Eugenio Suarez, maybe, uh, a revive not really even revived, but maybe a, uh, insurgent Jose Barrero, maybe a Jonathan India who finds another level. I, I, I don't know. The whole thing here is you got to replace his production with the guys that you have on the field. You don't necessarily need Nick Castellanos. Otherwise just go get him. Otherwise keep him. But if you're looking to replace him, I think you've got to go in all in on Nick Senzel because I love Tyler Naquin and what he brought to the table for two months of the season. The other four or five, can't count. Uh, yeah, the rest of the season, 
was a little bit concerning just because his plate discipline wasn't there. He was trying to hit everything out of the ballpark. He was swinging and missing on everything. And there are a couple of people around the organization that think we've seen the best that Tyler Naquin has to offer. And I'd like to see more. I, I know that. But I think that when I look at this, I want the Reds to go all in on Nixon Zell for this. There's just far, far more question marks with that than simply retaining Nick Castellanos. That's why it's option. It's a to-do list check item. Number one on the Reds off season to-do list. All right, coming up here in just a minute, I want to get you up to speed on what's going on in these here playoffs. That's coming up. Before I talk about that, though, let's talk about some Built Bar. Let's talk about the best-tasting protein bar on the market, bar none, I'm telling you, period, straight, and simple. 100% real chocolate makes up this healthy and delicious treat that's going to up your snack game while still meeting the requirements of whatever diet that you're currently on, unless you're on a no-chocolate diet, but whatever. I, I don't know about that. When you're looking at built bar with the 100% real chocolate, they've got amazing flavors like cherry barcia, cookie dough, chunk cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, thin mint, uh, uh, thin, not thin mint, uh, mint chocolate brownie. It's, it's just, it's making my mouth water to even talking about it. Plus you're looking at 120 to 150 calories and four grams or less of net carbs, four grams or less of sugar, and up to 18 grams of protein. So what are you waiting on? I've, I've told you about this for so long. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get yourself a mixed box. Figure out what you like. Maybe get yourself like a box of three, a variety box. You pick three flavors, you get six built bars of each flavor, or you can get one whole box of your favorite flavor and use that promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order. Go to built.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15. All right, looking at the playoff update here, uh, as we roll into Tuesday, as of right now, holy crap, Boston is leading in game four. They've got a shot to finish off this series and beat the Rays. What did I say about the AL wildcard game and the Red Sox and the Yankees? Who wins? Who cares? Because they're going to get beat by the Rays anyway. Right now, the, the Red Sox just are hitting. They are absolutely hitting the cover off the ball. They are killing Shane McClanahan as we speak. And we're, we're looking at a possibility of not even needing a game five here. I thought the Rays were going to win in like four games. The Rays are, man, they're clinging to grim life here as uh, the playoffs are going on. And when we look at the game on Tuesday, it's going to be game four for the White Sox and the Astros. The White Sox stayed alive on Sunday, but they stayed alive after exploding for 12 runs. They had 16 hits on Sunday against the Astros. So they are down two games to one. They have to win on Tuesday to force a game five on Wednesday, which by the way, it was kind of weird, the split because they had Boston and the Rays playing on, on Monday for game four. And if for some reason they do need a game five and the Rays come back, then there's an off day and they don't play it again till Wednesday. Now on the National League side, boy, the Braves are making me sweat on my World Series pick because I thought the Brewers were going to win this series in four games. I did not give – I tell you what happened, though. I didn't give the Braves pitching enough credence. I, I talked about their lineup being a strength and how well they've hit this second half of the year, but they've outpitched the Brewers. Not something that I thought I would say. I, I mean, th there's not been lopsided victories, but they've scored enough 
that you weren't expecting them to score off of this Brewers pitching staff. So I've been very surprised by the Braves, and they've got a shot right now. They're playing. They could um, really do some damage to this Brewers World Series bit. I, boy, oh boy, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. And then Dodgers and Giants are going five. Trust me on that one. Like uh, they're playing, uh, I'm recording this 8:41 p.m. on Monday night. Uh, they are playing at 9:30. Whoever wins that game, the other team's going to win the next game. This is going to five games. This series was always going to five games. What a! I, if you haven't watched any of it either, you're missing out. If you're a baseball fan, if you call yourself a baseball fan and you've not watched any of the Giants Dodgers series, you need to fix that. You need to fix it. If you ain't fixed it Monday night, you got to fix it for game four whenever that happens. I think it should be uh, tomorrow night as well. Three games on Tuesday and a couple of games on Wednesday, a couple of game fives. The ALDS has its two game fives if they are needed. And then the two NLDS games fives will be on Thursday if those are needed, which again, Dodgers Giants will be needed. We'll have to see about the Braves and Brewers. That'll be interesting. But that's your playoff update for right now. Uh, a couple of upsets are looking in the offense. I cannot believe that Boston, I mean, Kike Hernandez, good Lord. Dude can't get out. Been phenomenal. This entire ALDS. If you'd ask me uh, if the Red Sox were going to be in a position to beat the Rays in the ALDS, probably one of the last guys I would have said that would be the reason for it would be Kike Hernandez. But here we are, Enrique or Kike, depending on what you say, Hernandez has absolutely dominated the Rays, and that is why the Red Sox are currently in a position to advance. Who knew? Yeah, that's why you play the game. <laughs> you know, you can't just pick it all on paper. But that'll do it for us here today. Tomorrow on the podcast, we are going to talk. So we talked about the outfield a little bit with Nick Castellanos. I want to talk about center field tomorrow because it's a conundrum and I've gotten some people asking about different trade scenarios. I might dive into some of that, but I'm definitely going to break down what happened in center field this year. And we're going to talk about what it should look like in 2022. That's coming up on tomorrow's locked on reds podcast. Thanks again for watching and listening to today's. If this is your first time, make sure that you are subscribed, click that subscribe button and also follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at locked on reds. And you can follow the podcast in the audio form on every single podcasting app out there. I, I, I am not aware of a podcasting app that locked on reds isn't on because we're free and available on all platforms. Speaking of free and available on all platforms, Sully and locked on MLB. They're on fire with this playoffs. You got to be listening to what Sully's take is on locked on MLB. Check him out right now because I'll talk to each and every one of you about the Reds tomorrow.